The first question is go to Samara. Expanding DDS and SEPRA is something your campaign is advocating, but this is not the first time that our campaign promised to do it. Please tell us what your campaign will do to make that happen, and what does it what does expanding these services mean to you? Um, so this is something that I actually really wanted to implement on our platform. Um, being a student that can't afford to live in 2125 Franklin or Skybox and pay really high rent prices, I was forced to be pushed out um, and live in a place where I could afford rent. And in doing so, SafeRide and DDS, um, I'm no longer in their radius. And so, you know, even if I'm studying late at night, I have to make sure that I'm always catching the last bus or I have a ride home. And so I wanted to make sure that um, SafeRide and DDS was expanded to students who couldn't afford to you know, live so close to the heart of campus um, due to financial reasons. So our plan is to make sure that, um, like I said, that we have more funding going into the school. And so right now, ASCO is kind of picking up the slack that the administration and other departments have to let go of, like the programs that they have to let go of. And so all of that funding is basically just um, the ASCO has to pick up. And so if we actually do make sure that there's more money going into, um, into I guess our funding that we have, then we can be able to create more, have more drivers, um, have more vans, have more accessible vans, have emergency vans. So if someone is like, I can't stay here for more than 10 minutes, um, having the people um, and the uh, resources to be able to make that happen. Um, yeah, so expanding and prioritizing um, services such as Safe Ride and DDS is also something that's really important to our campaign and working on the Programs Finance Committee for the past, I can't really tell this one, for the past two years, um, I've worked closely with both, of, with both of these programs. And I think something that's really important in this discussion is making sure that um, we get support financially from administration to um, support these services because uh, our campaign believes that getting home safely at night is a basic student right. And so um, our plan would be to put pressure on administration to um, help fund these services for the maintenance fees and for the gas fees for Safe Ride and DDS. This is something that President Schill has already expressed interest in. Uh, late night transportation is one of the most important things that the ASUO funds, and it's something that I think we did a relatively poor job of prioritizing this year. Um, DDS has been hit with the slow growth model, and Safe Ride realistically will be too if we want to get them up to the capacity to where they can take care of rides quickly. Um, and so in order to make Safe Ride and DDS work, we have to bring back bus services, and we have to um, bring all other alternatives such as Uber so that SafeRide and DDS have the capability to go and answer the rides that they have quickly. Yeah, I just am a little bit confused how encouraging students to pay more money for services such as um, bus services and for Uber is like good for the students rather than prioritizing services such as SafeRide and DDS that the IC is already paying for. I feel like there's just a redundancy of services and we could be prioritizing services such as SafeRide and DDS that already exist, that are already safe because um, all the drivers have to go through background checks so we already have that issue of safety covered and I believe that we could be funding these services and growing these services and they would fulfill those same exact needs as the 79X and um, Uber. Um, being a campaign that is about community, we think about our whole entire community and not people who can just afford to drop um, money every single night that they need a ride. And so expanding DDS and SafeRide is also cost effective to students like me who can't afford to pay $10 every single time they need a ride home. Um, I think that in terms of making things safe for students, we also need to make them feasible as well. The bus is something that we already fund as a student government, so that's not something that we would have to be adding back in. It's something that got cut by the student government, and it's a service that people depend on. Um, 
But the big thing with Safe Run DDS is that they're just going to be hit with the slow growth model and they can't expand their services. And so by having the buses and other things pick up the slack, then once Safe Ride and DDS do grow, they um, won't, they'll be able to give rides faster. And I use DDS and Safe Ride all the time. I've lived far away from campus for a long time. Uh, and when Uber was in Eugene, I never used Uber. I have a dumb phone. But the thing is, Safe Ride and DDS were so much faster when other richer students were able to use those services. The next one is for one very good. Um, so Zach, your fellow Senator Max Burns characterized one organs as by this election. He's also described you as flip-flopping on your opinion of campaign spending, saying at the end of last year election season, you expressed support of CAP. What's your response to Burns' accusation in the light of the fact that your campaign has spent over $15,000 in this race? Our campaign's fundraising has been a total blessing. Um, fundraising from the community has been huge, and it's something that we're going to help clubs do next year if we get elected. Um, the, the shame about living in a campaign that doesn't have a cap is that we have no idea how much the other campaigns are fundraising, and so we never stop fundraising, and we never will stop fundraising because there's no way of knowing where other people are at um, going into elections, and so by fundraising all of that money from the city, we both showed our commitment to being able to fundraise for groups and also just the fact that um, fundraising is something that every campaign just does as hard as it can um, for as long as it can from its community and its connections. Thank you. So my question um, to Zach is just how you're going to make that connection with student groups in order to help them fundraise. Um, I personally have not seen um, any of my, I've never seen Quinn or Zach um, in a multicultural event or at BSU um, or at BWA. And so I'm wondering how you're going to make that connections with those groups in order to, for them to, you know, for, for them to listen to you and, and, and actually fundraise. Um, yeah, I just still don't think that necessarily answered the question about like being an advocate for capping um, campaign fundraising for ASUO campaigns. I don't think that the logic that we should just fundraise and fundraise and fundraise is like really necessarily correct just because you don't necessarily know where other campaigns are. So I'm just not sure that that answer was, um, well, that question was necessarily answered. Um, the PEEPS program is something that I think is going to, first I'm going to answer Samara's question just because I'm going to go in the order. Uh, the PEEPS program is one of the huge things that the ASUO office has been working on that's going to help groups fundraise, but having someone who's dedicated to doing that on the executive staff I think is going to be really huge because as a student leader I've been able to see a lot of groups have tr trouble with transition and trouble with fundraising realistically. Um, and we know a lot of people who know best practices as members of the ASUO with fundraising, but that's something that groups just don't have access to necessarily. Moving on to the next question, tuition transparency on the part of administration has been a hot year in particular. What do you think went wrong this year and how do you think the SEO can work with administration to improve transparency with the student body at large? In terms of uh, tuition transparency, that's something that um, our campaign is really focused on, as well as, well as tuition affordability. Uh, we have seen in the past, and people who are working with us who have, again, lobbied in Salem so that education, so that education can be funded, and so it can take away that burden from students um, and keep the rising cost of tuition um, relatively low. I think that um, this year with administration, it was more so administration shutting us out. 
um, making sure that they were having planning meetings and um, specific decisions made when students weren't there, when students couldn't voice their opinions. And like I said, we're a group of direct action. We know what to do um, when that happens. Uh, there, You can always go the hierarchical way and hope that someone will listen to you or you can um, decide to take another route, go from the side, um, try to do something different. Um, make sure that students' voices are being heard even though you're not necessarily sitting at the table. Yeah, so tuition transparency is also something that's really important to our campaign. I think um, being forcing the administration to be transparent with, with us is one of the best ways to hold them accountable for um, where they're spending our tuition dollars. I think it's something that's really lacked with the administration in the past um, couple of years. Something I also think that um, could be done additionally, like Samara said, students were really shut out of this process. And I think having those conversations really proactively and early on in the year to make sure that the university hears our voices is really imperative. Um, you know, the university at the BOT meeting, they recognize that students here are very active and have a powerful voice, but they still, you know, chose to vote to increase tuition. So I think like early on, these conversations need to be had and the administration, we need to be lobbying the administration early on to make sure that they understand um, that they are hurting students. Tuition transparency is also something that we can kind of tackle as a body without even consulting with the administration because a lot of the problem with transparency is that the administration very intentionally buries a lot of the statistics um, and data and plans deep in reports. Um, and by, as an ASUO, we can have the patients to go through those reports, find the parts that they're trying to bury intentionally, and bring them to the um, campus as a whole, which I think is something that this year we've been really successful at as a Senate um, and as an executive, and it's something that we can continue to do next year.